Good evening and welcome to the Garage Night Podcast Retro Tech Edition. We will be doing these retro tech uh, short little uh, segments um, from now on. Uh, look forward to them every Monday or Tuesday. And um, we will feature some interesting tech uh, that is no longer used in the auto industry. Uh, something that's creative or innovative. Uh, very interesting things in the in the days of old. So... Um, let's get started. So this week, uh, I was stumbling through some, uh, some old car literature and I came across something very interesting. So in 1912, the U S army, uh, was, uh, looking to replace their mule driven load carriers. Um, and so they turned to private industry to help supply some type of creative or innovative way to uh, to uh, haul loads, haul personnel, uh, medical supplies and stuff in times of war. So to answer this call, a company known as the Thomas B. Jeffrey Company um, developed this brilliant, absolutely brilliant vehicle known as the Jeffrey Quad. Um, this later became known as the Nash Quad. So if you look, want to look this vehicle up, you can find it as maybe the Nash Quad. You'll probably have better results. But um, the Jeffrey Quad was designed to be a personnel and, uh, and cargo hauler. Um, it was uh, introduced by the uh, Thomas B. Jeffrey Company out of Kenosha, Wisconsin in 1913. Um, it was super innovative for the time. It was a four-wheel drive uh, vehicle, which in 1913 was unheard of. It had four-wheel brakes, which today seems pretty standard and pretty obvious, but back then that was pretty impressive. Generally, brakes were either just in the rear um, or, or sometimes in the front, but typically in the rear. Um, and so this was extremely uh, impressive for the time, and it had a had an engine in it that was called the uh, Buddha 312. It was an inline six, and it made uh, 52 horsepower at 1800 RPM, which is great if you're crawling over rocks and going through muddy slopes, which is exactly what this was designed to do. Um, the most interesting thing about this vehicle was it had a uh, four-wheel steering system. Um, in 1913, it had four-wheel steering. Pretty amazing. Uh, so what it would do, uh, if you've ever looked at any of the, you know, the old Honda Preludes or some of the, um, some of like the the Chevy Suburbans in the in the 2000s, they had this. Uh, but it would uh, at low speeds, which this was only a low speed vehicle, it would turn the wheels uh, opposite of one another, and it did this primarily to allow tight turning in some of these harsh terrains that it was intended to run in. And it would also do it to help follow uh, ruts that the front wheels were already plowing so as to help optimize traction. Um, so that was kind of an interesting thing about this truck. So this truck, uh, top speed was about 15 to 20 miles an hour. Um, and believe it or not, in 1913, it had limited slip front and rear axles and the front and rear axles were, were both portal axles. So they had basically a, a ring gear and, uh, and a, like a pinion gear there at each end of the axle to raise the ground clearance, um, and to, uh, help with breakover angle going over rocks, things like that. So, I mean, 
it's amazing to me that they had this only a few years after the automobile was mass introduced. Like this blows my mind when I found this vehicle out, you know, this, this quad. So I thought it was absolutely incredible. Um, some of these you'll find have a cab, some don't. Um, and so it was kind of dependent on how it was used or how it was offered at the time. So these were actually um, uh, used during uh, by the Allied uh, Expeditionary Forces in World War I. Um, they were sent overseas to Germany and actually ended up making it to other places like Russia and France. And um, they kind of were like a, a workhorse um, f for the uh, for the forces over there to carry things, haul people, injured uh, injured um, you know uh, in injured individuals and and uh, whatnot. So um, and and believe it or not, they didn't really have any problems with these. They were actually extremely uh, durable. They're super reliable. Um, just very very simple um, and easy to work on. And and uh, the design actually didn't change. Um, uh, for, well, I think up until 1928, it looks like. So, um, in 1913, um, was when this was introduced and in 1916, uh, Nash, the Nash company bought, uh, the, uh, Thomas B. Jeffrey company and then produced this further as the Nash quad. Um, so, uh, at the end of, of World War One. Uh, they, uh, these vehicles were brought back and then used in projects like road construction and, uh, used as the, uh, used by the Department of Agricultural, uh, Department of Agriculture, um, for just various projects, um, because they were so versatile. And if you look them up, they're basically just a small little cab with a big old bed on the back. Very interesting, um, widely used in the war and, um, extremely capable, capable off-roader. Um, a lot of features and a lot of interesting, innovative things at the time that we still don't see in modern cars and um, extremely capable. One of the one of the things I saw that was absolutely blew my mind was they if you look at if you look these vehicles up, they have very skinny, small kind of um, narrow and tall tires. So they're really skinny, you know, typical kind of tire of the age. But um, they were a steel wheel, which was kind of unique back then. A lot of wheels were wood. Um, and wood and steel construction. These were steel wheels, and they had little grooves cut at the end of the uh, at the near the rim where the bead of the wheel was. And that was so if you were stuck, you could tie a rope basically around the wheel and the tire uh, through that little groove. And so that would give you added traction in areas where um, you know you might be slipping or you didn't have enough grip and you know tire technology in those days was not nearly what it is today with lugs and whatnot so most of the tires that you would see on off-road vehicles were the same ones you would see on the cars uh, you know cruising down dirt roads so um, this was pretty creative way of, of basically adding lugs to your vehicle when you're going off-road so really really interesting stuff a um, little bit military focused um, but, uh, but, you know, super creative, super innovative for the time. Um, you know, just the, the innovations that came out of, uh, out of, um, the, uh, Thomas B. Jeffrey company and Nash, uh, themselves, um, were, were super interesting. So, um, next week, I hope to touch a little bit more on, uh, on Nash and some of their innovations. They were an extremely creative and innovative company for the time had a lot of interesting things that, you know, we see today that we take for granted, um, but uh, at the time were extremely revolutionary and, and happened at a very, very early time 
in, uh, in automobile history. So anyway, um, that's it for uh, the Retro Tech Podcast this week, uh, part of Garage Night Podcast. Be sure to check out all of the other Tiny Dog Podcasts and uh, have yourself a great day. Thank you.